Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Kingdom Authority with your host, Dancia J. Morris, on Kingdom Empower Incorporated. We're here to educate, motivate, and elevate your mind, body, and spirit. If you have questions or comments, or just want to talk to your host, you can call in at 646-668-2413, or listen in online at landministries.com. And now, here's your host. Dancia J. Morris. Well, good afternoon, good evening to you. I'm so excited about being on here tonight or this afternoon for some people. Thank you so much for joining the Kingdom Authority broadcast. I'm your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. It is indeed a pleasure and an honor, definitely a privilege to be with you this wonderful evening. It is May, y'all, already, 2019, and I'm super excited about May. I'm excited about what God is doing in your life. I'm excited about you take an authority in your territory. I'm excited about the fact that God loves us. I'm excited about the fact that he has our best in mind and he wants the best for us. I'm excited about the fact that God chose you. He chose me to operate in kingdom authority, and we should not we should not just sit down. We can't take this opportunity, this time for granted. It is time to take the horns of the altar and lean on him as he as he guides us, the Holy Spirit guides us through this wonderful journey. It is a blessing to be in the kingdom of God. I'm telling you, it's a blessing and an honor. His protection and his power is upon you. I'm excited because I have some great friends that are on today. This couple is so awesome to me and I don't I don't really think they understand it all how awesome I think they are individually and as a couple. When they couple together, I'm telling you, this is a powerful, powerful couple. And we talk about power couples. In my in my mind, in my being, in my spirit, I feel this is a power couple. So I am so honored on today to be um, with the Gilliams. Again, I call them the Gilliams. It's Dante Gilliam and Shanice Gilliam. It's such an honor to be um, in their their lives. I'm so glad our lives crossed. So y'all know I'm excited. I keep posting, posting, posting about this because it's incredibly important that you hear what they have to say and what God has deposited to them about the stewardship of being one. I want to pray um, just real briefly, but I also want to make sure that you're tapping in and getting on so that you can hear 
what God is saying through Elder Dante and Elder Shanice. It is an honor to be able to listen to the word of the Lord through someone who's anointed and gifted to deliver it. And it's an honor to have people that are, their feet are on the ground and they're just moving as the Holy Spirit says, but yet they're touchable and they're reachable. It is a privilege and honor. And so I want you to, and hear me this, I'm honoring the God in them and who God made them because they're operating in kingdom authority and their territory. And these coaches are, are extremely valuable to the kingdom. So I want to tell you on today, as they are valuable, you are also valuable. It is, it is, it is the time, it's the right season for you to operate in kingdom authority as you prepare, maybe some of you in preparation, maybe some of you are in a thought process, maybe some of you are really operating on, on your way to operating with this level of kingdom authority. Whatever level you are, you have to understand God has given you authority in your territory, and you cannot play it down. I don't know why I'm going this way, but you cannot play it down. It doesn't mean you're going to do the most about how someone else is doing. Matter of fact, don't do it like somebody else. Do it how God has given you and sanctioned you and put you on earth to do, and do that well. Be excellent in what, whatever you're doing. When I'm thinking about doing stuff around the house, let me tell you, I'm trying to do it with the level of excellence that God has gifted me to do things in. And so whatever that is, and sometimes I miss the mark. It doesn't matter. Get up, retry it, get some feedback, and keep it pushing. That's all you have to do. So anyway, it's not my, it's not my time tonight. However, I do want to say to this to each and every one of you. Operate in kingdom authority. It is important, and we I'll talk about that again sometime in June or July. I'm not sure, but each person that comes on is giving you tools, equipping you, because they understand what it means to encourage one another so that we can get to the destiny that God has destined, destined us to be. And so I want to pray, and I really want to pray for um, um, married couples on tonight and those who are looking to be married and so and 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 that man is trying to find that wife and that wife that's preparing herself to be found i'm praying for all of you it is god honors the family my goodness he honors the family he created the family he created the family he instituted the family and we have got to respect how God made the family. And so I want to pray for you all tonight. And so as I do that, get ready to transition for um, Elder Dante and Elder Shanice, both coaches in the body of Christ and for the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you. We love you and we praise you. We thank you for being Elohim. We thank you for being El Shaddai. We thank you that you are definitely the God that's more than enough. You are Yahweh and you are Jehovah. You are God and you exist in every single being that you have, that you are. And so, Lord, we honor you for being the creator, for being the deity, for being the divine one. We honor you, O oh God, for being the everlasting father, the good, good father, the holy one of Israel. We thank you for being, we thank you for being the God that can do anything but fail. We thank you for being Jehovah Jireh and Jehovah Shalom and Jehovah Nisi. All of these things, you are our banner. You are the banner over us. You are our peace. And we thank you for being our provider. Hallelujah. We thank you, oh God, for being our buckler and our shield, our strong tower, our helper. You are help. You are our source, not just the resource, but you are our source. We thank you, oh God, that we can depend on you. There is absolutely no one like you, God. There is absolutely no one 
ever who can be like you, who can beat you, who can defeat you, who can conquer you. You are more than a conqueror. You created conquering. You created victory, and you caused us to triumph, God. Thank you for being that God. Thank you for being what we, who we call Jesus even. My goodness, you're Jesus the Son, yet you're Jesus God, and you're Jesus the Holy Ghost. My Lord, you're God wrapped up in yourself, and you swear by your own name. You don't have to worry about any of us, but you swear by your own name, and things happen in the name of Jesus. What an honor and privilege to be able to connect and call on you right now. Father, we thank you. We thank you for marriages. We thank you for stewardship. We thank you for oneness. We thank you for the Gilliams. We thank you, oh God, for those who are looking to be married. We thank you for those married couples that are up to your standard, that are holding up your standard. We thank you for families. We thank you for that man trying to find a woman, a good woman, a virtuous woman, and that woman that's being preparing herself to be found by that man as you have ordained it to be. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying that eyes are open, ears are open, quickened spirits in the name of Jesus so that we hear your word through Elder Dante and Elder Shanice in the name of Jesus. We glorify you for what you're going to do, what you're teaching us on tonight, and we thank you that it's already blessed. We thank you that it's already sanctioned. We thank you, oh God, that it's good ground that it's going to. Oh God, now make the ground, Father, of those who may be listening who are who are not sure about the stewardship of one, of being one, who are not sure. God, cause it to be good ground so that it will bring forth good fruit in the name of Jesus. And we honor you. We bless you. We praise you. Thank you for opening up the understanding of the listeners. Thank you for opening up my understanding so that I can hear. I pray, God, that we're able to take notes. We're able to apply this this, these, these words, this message, the knowledge in the name of Jesus so that we can grow our marriages the way you want us to grow it. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen and amen. Oh, glory to God. What a wonderful God we serve. I'm telling you, he's the great I am, and we honor him on tonight. Listen, I'm going to get straight into this. We have, we have Coach, Coach, um, um, Coach Dante and Coach Denise on, and they are such a blessing to the kingdom of God. I can't say that enough because you guys don't understand. When you come across people like this, it is indeed a privilege and an honor. When you come across people who are humble, yet they are, um, um, <laughs> they have the authority. I'm not going to say authoritative, but they have the authority to to make things happen. It is. It should be a privilege, and you should count it a privilege and be humbled by such presence. And so I know, I hope they don't feel too embarrassed by this, but this is the God-honest truth, and I know this to be what God honors. And so we want to bring them on on tonight. They are elders. They are elders, and they can probably tell more of this, but they also are children of the Most High God. They're his 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 sons, his daughters, if so, someone may want to hear it that way, but these are God's chosen ones, and they're coming on tonight, and I want to bring them on just real briefly, and we'll give you some more information about them in just a bit, but um, are you on, Gilliam? Yes, yes. we are. Praise Hello, God. Everyone. Praise God. You know, that was so awesome. I don't know if I should be standing up or on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> you got me cheering up over here. 
I'm telling you, it's the truth, though. It, it really is the truth. And so it, it is important. My mama always said, people normally give flowers and people are gone. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm making sure that what God, when God tells me, as he shows me, to make sure to honor those, you know, and I don't get around to everyone that he brings to me every single time, and sometimes I fail, but I, today is the time, and this week has been the time to really express that. And so I I honor God for the two of you, the gifts that you are in the kingdom of God. I really do. So praise be to God for creating Elder Dante and Elder Shanice. <laughs> so I'm just going to give it over yep. to y'all. Y'all do what you need to do. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Cool, I need to get you some tissue. Um, you know, we came up with the stewardship of being one uh, when you had talked with us. But first, let me just thank you for that. That was so powerful. Uh, I, all I can say is wow. You know, wow, wow, wow. I'm, I'm constantly continue to get amazed, you know, by all those that we come into, and especially with you. You know, uh, you speak so highly of us, and we we really appreciate it. And to bring us on for the second time, wow. So we, we want to thank you, and we bless you, and we appreciate you. Uh, and we will do the same, you know, pour into you as much as we can. Uh, <clears throat> Praise God. Praise so, God. So as we were saying about the – as I was saying about the title – you know, the stewardship of being one. You know, we tell our testimony on how we came together, and, you know, it is truly a fairy tale uh, type story when we tell people. Some of them find it hard to believe that such a thing happened, but when you're tuned into God and listen to what God is saying, nothing is impossible. You know, all things could happen. And that's exactly what he did. So just to talk about stewardship real quick, you know, I was looking it up because I wanted to, to make sure that we were in the direction that would benefit what we what we wanted to share. And what I gathered from stewardship, stewardship is utilizing, managing, and supervising the resources that you have. And I, I, I looked that up to say it didn't say in there at any time controlling. And mm. when, you're become, when you're becoming one, it's not two people, one trying to control the other. It's, it's becoming one is having the same heartbeat, the same mindset, the same, you know, doing things as one. It's one plus one is one. Wow. You know. So I said that to go ahead and start this. Wow. You know, we rejoiced in the becoming phase. It was awesome. Courting, honeymoon phases. Everyone loves to hear how we came, we, we came together. It's wonderful, powerful right. testimony of God's faithfulness. However, we must be a good steward of what God has brought together. You know, so yes, sir. There's always that one phase that you come together, and all you can do is look at each other's eyes and be oogling and googling. You know, not necessarily uh, <laughs> an understanding of what you're talking about. But it's just being in each other's presence. Mm-hmm. But what happens after that wears off. 
What happens mm. when you get past it? You know, it's a process. It just doesn't instantly happen that because you're together that everything is going to work out. And that is basically what the, the direction that we want to go with this. Yes, it was a okay. fairy tale how we came together. But you know what? There were still some things that we had to work on, things that was going to make it. We had to get past the, the, the charisma and get to our character. We had yeah. to be exposed to one another. And those are the things that we're going to talk about. We're not going to. We're not going to stay at the surface. We're going to go a little deeper. We want to. We want to hit the heart. We want to get to get beyond just the mindset of things and get to the heart set of it. Mm-hmm. You know. But before we had to, before we could do any of that, we had to ensure that our ear was to God. Because when we try to do things on our own ability. We limit ourselves. We put ourselves in a box. But when we lean on God's understanding and his ability, it is endless to explore each other. And what I mean by that is there's things I do not know about my wife. I don't know it all. So I had to get on my knees and ask the Lord, Lord, teach me. Wow. How to treat this angel you gave me. Yeah. Because I don't know it all. And he started giving me different things, you know, different things. But even before that, I had to give my heart to be open to what men say. I had to humble myself to ask that question. You know, oftentimes as men, we get it we get into our little pride that we know it all, we know how to, you know, romance, we know how to do this and we know how to do that. But who's to say that's what can touch the heart of your significant other? You can only talk about the past and, and things that you can relate to the past. But our God is a now God, you know, a just God. But he's going to take it all together, and as you seek him for understanding, he will give you the knowledge to be able to touch in the heart of that that you're with. Wow. I just want to share that first, and then I'm going to pass it to my wife to uh, hit on some things. Amen. Good evening, everybody. I just want us to turn to Mark 10, 6 through 9. Um, you can write that down and, and go study it later. Um, basically, actually, I'm going to start at the uh, seventh verse, Matthew 10 and 7, the King James Version. And it says, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother to and be joined to his wife. And the two shall be become one flesh. So then Mm -hmm. shall be no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Now, I want to put a little twist on on this 
this verse when it comes to, as it relates to um, the stewardship of being one. Um, yes, we traditionally we have our mothers and we have our fathers or we have those that have reared us or those that have raised us um, in our, our formative years. But I want you to see your mother and your father as those experiences that that you went through. The um, It could be the trauma. It could be the drama. It could be the hurt. It could be the pain. Those things, the, the Lord is asking us to leave those things, letting go of the wow. past, letting those experiences that formed us, letting go of those experiences that forever changed us and, and forced us and put us in a, a position that we had to find a new normal and be joined to our spouse and become no longer two, but one flesh. And as my husband had um, said, you know, our coming together was wonderful. And um, we loved the Lord and we came, you know, just ready to, you know, be a powerful couple in the, in the name of the Lord. But guess what? There are things that we still, we had, we had to work through. And there are things that we're still working through that we brought with us into the covenant that we brought with us into our marriage. And so we have to remember that, um, you know, when you talk about intimacy and uh, a lot of people have problems, a lot of couples have problems with intimacy. And I'm not talking about sex. I'm talking about the the true Mm. intimacy of 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 being together and um opening up to one another and sharing your 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 heart your pain and and your triumphs and your victories your 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 fears and all of that um they uh, it, they have issues or they have trouble doing that because they're intimate with that past they're intimate with something that happened before and um, the last time we were on here, we talked about this is not that. And so a lot of times we moved on from it because uh, this is both of our second, you know, second and last marriage. And let me um, declare that. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and um, although we are together, um, if we're not careful, you know, those um there's programming, there's narratives that are running in the background that we can bring into um, our current covenant, our current relationship. And so that's where we, there's a stewardship of being. We became, you know, we, we got married and recorded and we got married. And so it's, we, be, we became one. I mean, we're, we're, we're becoming one, but then there's right. areas mm-hmm. that we, you know, it's like, okay, we've got this and we're one, but we there's a stewardship of being one. And in order to be one with my husband, I must let go of my past. I must let go of what even what I thought marriage was supposed to be about. I have That's to right. let go oh, of that. And this is the two, my idea, his idea, 
must now be our idea, our yeah. um, vision, and and what um, what God has for us. And so uh, stewardship is it's very important. It's a legal term. You know, other words for um, stewardship is administration, um, governance, management, oversight. So, you know, there. So when you put those words in the contents of 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 being one, and the stewardship of being one, there's an administration of being one. There's a governance of being one. There's a management. Mm-hmm of being one, and there's an oversight of being one. And so what does that, what does that mean? You know, I, um, a lot of times, you know, we, we look at, well, you know, you can, you, you, in your marriage, you have to, you know, take, not take your spouse for granted, or you have to, you know, give them flowers and, you know, do those different things, spend time with each other and all of that, you know, the intimacy, holding hands and all of that, those things are good, you know, being each other's best friend, those things are awesome, but there are things running on the inside that we are more intimate with than Ah. which prevents us, prevents us from truly being one. Wow. And the word of God in Proverbs 4 and 23, it reminds us to keep our hearts with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Uh, one translation, one translation it, it tells us that we spring, you know, our life springs forth from that place. So if our heart is hardened, if our heart is hardened, then um, there, there's no pliable, it's not pliable, we're stuck in the past, you know, it's hard for, for me to let my guard down because, you know, this happened before and that happened before. And so I'm seeing, you know, then we begin to see our spouses through that hardened heart or that hurt, hurt place that never, that never truly got healed. And we're more one with that more one with that bitterness, more one with that um, disappointment from the past than we are with the spouse. Wow. Wow. And so there, there is a stewardship. So um, we want to just share a few things. That was a long introduction, <laughs> but we just want to share a few things that would help us um, look at those inner things within us, within each other, and just take inventory so that um, we can um, truly be one. Yes, how can we become one when we're not giving each other, we're not opening all of our heart up to each other? You know, we're holding back on things because. We don't know how the other one will react to what we have to say or react to our heart when we give it to them. You know, one of the things, just a little quick example was, you know, my wife, those that know my wife, they know she can cook. 
And when she cooks, something, she's always she, she always asks, you know, how is it? How is it? How is it? And you know, it's always good, you know. But it's like, okay, well, what if it was something that wasn't good? Do I love her enough to tell her, hey, baby, you missed the mark? You know, but before she even started cooking, she asked me, what is it that I like, what I don't like? You know, we had to have that talk, you know, and in that having that discussion, of course, I had to be open and I told her what I didn't like. And she said, you know, all that I ask is that you try it. You haven't had my cooking, so just try it. You know, and I did. She cooked things that I normally didn't eat, I didn't like. And guess what? I eat them now. It wasn't wow. something she on me, you know. She just shared with me, just try it. And I trust her I trust her enough to say, yes, baby, I'll try that that I never liked before. <laughs> <laughs> but because you want me to try it, I will, you know. And I did, and I – and. Like I said, I enjoy her cooking, and that was just one of the examples. But if I would have just shared with her I didn't like something and she never cooked it, I just missed out on something. And that is what really Becoming One is about. It's about improving each other, bettering each other. And one of the things I always like to share about my wife, my wife, my weakness is my wife's strength. It's her strong point, you know, and her weakness is my strong point. We complement each other, and not to the point where it's my weakness and she's not helping me. She's she's uh, enabling me. No, she's helping me where it's not where I'm being enabled. It's not where I can't strengthen that weakness, you know. It's yeah. to better each other, and before you can do that, you just really have to open up, you know. But I said all that to get to this particular question here that we basically threw some questions at each other. You know, one of them was pay attention to your own emotions, you know. Wow. Pay attention to your emotions is, is your, your own faults, your, basically what's in your heart, you know. And like I said, you can't always rely on what you think when it comes to how you would make someone feel because it's cloudy from your past. Yeah. So different things will spark something inside of you that God is saying, hey, you need to work on that, you know. You need to work on that to understand why do you feel that way, you know, when you're feeling something inside, why do I feel that way? And oftentimes, it's something from the past. Mm. Something from the past you as the individual have to deal with. Not throw it at your spouse to deal with. It's something you have to deal with. And if you don't know what that is, that's when you need to seek the Lord and ask. You know, ask him yeah. so that you can own up to it. You can face it. You need to trace it, you need to erase it, and then you need to replace it. Wow. And you will replace it with that that's going to be best for you and your significant other, you and your spouse, not just something that's going to be better just for you. Because now 
you're becoming one. It's not it's not just about you anymore. It's about the us. It's about the we, you know, not just the I and the me. Mm, That's really good. Emotional intelligence is very, very important. Um and with that, you know, just becoming familiar and just um knowing and acknowledging who who we are as individuals. Um, it's like who you know, who what do I like, what don't I like, um, what makes me happy, what makes me sad, what makes me you know, a lot of people don't really if you really ask those simple questions, a lot of people don't know don't know the answers to that. And so what happens when we don't know our inner self, there are unrealistic unrealistic expectations. There are undefined, uncommunicated expectations of the other person. And then it's like you're all frustrated because you don't know how to articulate what you want or what you desire. And and when I'm able to articulate and communicate with my husband what I desire, then that brings us closer. And when he's able to communicate with me and he's able to tell me that, you know, honey, I like it when you do this or, you know, it makes me feel some kind of way when, you know, when you do that or you say that, that brings, that's a stewardship of being one. And and when when uh when that's not done, um you know you, we can have secret odds in our hearts against one another. Wow. And we're along like everything's okay, but there's there's things that are still on the carpet, you know, that are not the pink elephant in the room, and you're yeah, not saying yeah. anything and you're moving, you're cooking, and you're going to the grocery store together around it, and you're living moving in life. But you haven't, you know, opened yourself up to be vulnerable and mm. say, you know, that I don't like it when this and that or, you know, or I love it when you do, you know, it's not always bad. I love it when you do X, Y, and Z. That, that, is, that, that speaks volumes, and it's such a, a benefit in um, um, being one and stewarding oneness. In marriage, and you know, I have to chime in on that. Becoming familiar. Oh, when my wife said that, she was talking about not coming familiar with each other, but coming familiar with yourself and understanding who you are. You don't want to come familiar with your. I don't want to become familiar with my wife. On, on the flip side, because then I I, I I want things a certain way. I basically, when I want things mm-hmm. a certain way, I basically in a box because I'm not looking for her to give me something that's better. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm expecting certain things, you know, and it's like, no, I don't have to be expecting because sometimes I want to be the expect. I want to be the expecting right. person not expecting it from her, I'm going to come in and surprise her with something. I'm not going to come home looking for food to be on the table. I'm going to call her up and say, hey, baby, I'm coming home. You want me to stop and get you some, get us something to eat? You know, mm. I dare not step out of cook because uh, she kicked me out of the kitchen sometimes. Not, <laughs> not that I'm bad in the kitchen, 
I like to keep it simple, you know. I'm a cook. I can cook a lunch or a breakfast, but I'm not trying to get in the kitchen cook a four or five or six course meal. People are like a six course meal. Yes, that's how my wife get down sometimes, you know. Often or <laughs> not. So I'm not. I'm not trying. I stay within my lane on some things, you know. She might let me come in the kitchen, help her sometimes, but when I get in her way, I get kicked out of the kitchen. <laughs> in love. Yeah, all, all in love. <laughs> get out of the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, you know, we also have to evaluate our past, and we've been touching on that, you know. Evaluating our past is really to help us to let go of it not to help yeah. us to continue to hide it, you know, continue to hide thinking that we're going to get hurt even more. When we hide our past, it's because we're ashamed. When we hide wow. our past, we don't want the other person to know how we used to be. Some, oftentimes it's how we are. Wow. And it's really hard is to let them know because it's like a freedom. It's like I just got out of a, a, a box. I just got out of a jail cell, you know, so that you can, here, here's my heart. And knowing that you have my heart, you also have to know of the good and the bad things of it. Now, can you govern that? Can you protect mm. it? Yes, sir. Can you cover me? As well as Woo. me, I have her heart. Can I give her a safe place? Can I make her feel safe within that? Can she come and tell me her secret? And knowing that I'm not going to go out there and blast it to the world or I'm going to look at her a certain way and make her feel bad about it. You know, that's really sitting down and evaluating your past. And there's things in your past that may not come up right away. You know, but right. when it does, you have to be open to want to talk about it. And you may not see it because we have blind spots. There's some things that my wife will come and ask me, you know, hey, uh, I said something to you and you reacted a certain way. Where, where did that come from? You know, and we sat down and we talked about it. And then she was mm -hmm. like, oh, oh, I understand, you know, and it was like, we both came from a place of being apologetic to each other. You know, I'm sorry for coming across that way. And she was like, I'm sorry for not knowing, you know, which it wasn't her fault. I just didn't tell her. But she was still apologetic for, for coming, you know, for feeling a certain way. And if you don't talk about those things, that's where your pink elephant comes from. If you don't talk, wow. if you don't bring it up, that's when you would never expose that part of your heart. So you're you're not becoming one. You're still two. You're, mm -mm -mm. you're not whole. That is when you're half. Wow. That's why we get around here and we say, you know, uh, my better half. Instead of saying mm -hmm. my other mm. Wow. And, I know. And in, <laughs> in evaluating uh, your past, 
when when you know we come to that place, the we have to determine, we have to be determined to be a safe place for um, for ourselves to share um, their emotions, their thoughts, their feelings. You know, um, uh, like no judgment zone, and even if it's something that um, you know they're working through. Um, you know, uh, where we fellowship New Destiny International, we're just going through this, um, I call it an an internal excavation, you know, of just really dealing with the core and the the cracks and the things from the past. And then that brings conversation home. It's like, wow, you know, I thought I dealt with that. You know, I thought I, you know... um, you know, I didn't know that was still there, but how many know that there's still there's programming still running in the background? There's wow. still quarters uh, uh, like a recording from our past of some somebody said, you know, that teacher said something to you, or your your mom or your dad mm-hmm. or or you know your your Sunday school teacher or the, that leader. Um, said something to you, and that is still that is still running in the past. And it has you have became people have become so intimate with those negative mm. thoughts, negative emotions that they've taken them on. They've become one with that thought. They've become one mm-hmm. with that emotion, and so it's like you're you're still you you've you're you have not um opened yourself and freed yourself to be one with your with your spouse so we have That's to spouse. be determined we have to be determined to be a safe place to go through that process to go through that journey of um really um dealing with um inner wholeness it's all part of being a steward of being one That's- Your emotions, your thoughts, and feelings ought to be shared with with one another. And, you know, when we, when couples come together, you know, they can sit back, and I had mentioned this earlier, sit back and talk and be chatty and yet don't even remember what was said, you know, but it was an awesome conversation. But after you come together with, you know, you're a significant other, you notice the communication starts changing. It takes a shift, and not always for the better. It takes a shift for the worse, you know. Mm-hmm. And even when you're speaking, you know, when it comes to spending time together, you know, doing that honeymoon phase, doing that coming together phase, you want to spend every opportunity you can, every second you can with your significant other. But after that, it's like once you say that I do, sometimes it starts coming by the wayside. And when you have a busy schedule, you know, you can't just leave it up to spending that time only when you come home. You know, what about right. leaving a note, you know, on the mirror when she comes to the sink when she get up uh, or leaving a note Early in the morning for, you know, like my wife and I, you know, one day I, I came home from work and she had left me a note, you know, and I was, I'm like looking around like she's in the house, <laughs> you know, and then, 
And then the, the the same thing with me was one morning, you know, I just left her a note, you know, I love you. You know, put it by her, put it on the mirror where she couldn't miss it. You know, just one yeah. of the little small and then while I'm at work, you know, we would send a text to each other or give each other a call, you know. Uh, I mean, we can, I can probably count on one hand how often we might have went a whole day and I didn't hear from her until I got home, wow. you know. So mm-hmm. we make sure we spend that quality time, you know, and we communicate with each other as much as possible because if we get away from being best friends, we basically opening the door for someone else to creep in there. Mm-hmm. When That's we get right. away That's from the, right. yes, when we get away from communicating with each other, it opens the door for someone else to step in to communicate with. If we can't come home and 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 share a, a good conversation with each other, that means we're having a conversation with somebody else. Wow. And that Listen, leads people. Mm. That leaves the door open for the adversary to step in. Mm-hmm. Although it may not be anything physical, it is everything physical. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship with somebody else. Mm. This is so powerful right now. Yes, yes. Like I said, we weren't going to hit on the surface stuff. We want to go just a little deep on things. And with what we're sharing, you know, it's like making sure we're, we're, we're not just talking to talk. That's why I had to tell you what we do. You know, I still have that note that left me. And I still you know. have mine. I still have mine. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just a... It's the little things, you know. I'm, I one day I got up from work and and I noticed, you know, I had a few dollars on me, and I just left them by her sink so she could stop and get some coffee. Well, glory. Hallelujah. You know, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. There are times for that, but it doesn't have right. to be something that's gonna uh, have you reaching in your pocket to pull the lint out, you know to count the pennies and everything, you know, to, you know, to do something, you know, for me to do something for my wife. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm quick to buy her something before I buy myself something. But it doesn't have to be that way all the time. It could be something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. simple but from the heart. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, when uh, the time to spend together as a couple, it's a it's a good thing. But how many know that there are days when it's not so lovely, and that you right. get into some you know you, disagreements, misunderstandings, or um, you're you know, and it could be something that you're not even it has nothing to do with your spouse but it's something that you're dealing with, something that you're working through, and you say something sharply or you, um, you, you, um, there, you know, it just, it just brings, um, uh, tension, you know, into the communication. Right. 
And so right. part of stewarding oneness and making sure, and, I, and that's where the governance of the oneness comes in, is dealing with conflict swiftly, dealing with it. And, um, you know, pick your battles. You don't have to. You There are some things that God is teaching me when to pray and when to say. I don't have to say, you know, I have a wonderful, wonderful husband. Um, he is a gift from God. But how many know sometimes you have to deal <laughs> with the humanity of 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 people? And, and um, he right. has to deal with stuff with me as well. And so we right. have to pick our best. We can't go correct and, and try to fix every single thing. At the same time, we have to, as I said before, we have to beware of secret thoughts in our hearts where we're holding things and that really, really bothers me or that really I don't like that or um, that irritates me. And then it, it begins to put a callus on my heart towards my mm. husband because communicated it. I haven't said anything. And it, it becomes, it opens the door to strife. And the word of God says that where there is strife, there is yeah. every work. And so you can crack that door open and then it just layers and layers and layers of little stuff. And, and then it becomes a hardened heart. And it, as I read in Matthew, um, and then if you go to the seventh verse, it was talking it, um, before that in the earlier in the chapter, it talked about the, um, the divorce. And so Jesus yeah. said, this came because of your hardened heart. And so we have to continue, t- continually allow the stewardship of oneness to massage our heart and to, to um, uh, really deal with the core, the inner person. So that we can, so that we can truly be one. So I'm not holding on to things of my past, preventing me from being intimate with my husband, or he holding on to, you know, to his past and and and, and guarding himself from being intimate um, with me. I love and, it. And I want to so, pause real quick. Sure. I want to pause real quick because I want people to know where you can find them, um, and I I believe in their ministry. So just briefly, you can contact for either Coach Dante or Coach Shanice on Fantabulous Pearls um, by Coach Shanice on that Facebook site, um, Fantabulous Pearls by Coach Shanice. You can contact them there, and many people know um um, Elder Dante, and so let me tell you, uh, you may already <laughs> come to go to him, but you can also contact him if you're on Facebook through that site. The other thing you can make sure and go to, um, you can email Lady Shanice at at gmail dot com. Let me just say that again, make sure everyone got. Did I get that correct? Because I thought it was Lady Shanice at gmail dot com. L A D Y C H A N I S at gmail.com. So make sure if you would like to meet up with them, talk with them, get some wisdom and understanding and schedule with them, they come by appointments and availability, and you can do that on the Facebook site. So I just wanted to pause for that, and you have plenty of time. I do have some questions that are coming in when you all are ready. 
So God bless and continue on. <laughs> no, we are ready for those. Now we just we were just full, and so um, we're ready to answer those questions. Okay, so there is. Um, I want to ask this question that says, um, if there. Let me just make sure I phrase this right. Um, if they're called to be a pastor. Um, and they're recently married, and they know they're called to be a pastor, and, the, you know, the, the gift of leadership and the call to leadership, and they're recently married, what if their wife has a different perspective on that? Um, is, it, is it, does their ministry, should it shift? Should the call shift after marriage? Uh, say that last part again. Should the ministry shift? Yeah. Should the call shift after marriage because the spouse, it could be male or female, because the spouse doesn't see things the way that um, the way that person does regarding going into leadership or pastorship? You know, that, and that's a, that's a uh, great question. And we have ran into that. And the first thing to do, and my wife was given the symbol, <laughs> the first thing that should happen is the two should come together and pray on that, you know, should come together and pray because of all things, you know, like I had mentioned earlier about how each one is to make the other one better. You know, some uh, pastor wives don't want certain roles. But they're right. still in position to back up their husband. But if you happen to run across one that does not, you know, that, that's just prayer. That's asking, you know, that's taking that to God, you know. And he will give them the strategic plan on how to work that out. So I want to answer this from a wife. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead with yeah. this. No, I'm go sorry. right ahead. Go right ahead. I would like to answer this from a wife's perspective um, uh, because a lot of times um, uh, wives have a lot of uh, insight and wisdom that um, we are put in our husband's lives to to help them. And But there is, there's, there's a a strategic way of doing that. And Habakkuk right. two, Habakkuk two, is one. It's it's my new one of my new favorite scriptures because I love to help people with their vision and their purpose. Um, we, and we know the part where it says write the vision and make it plain. Um, it, but let's go back up to the first verse, and it says, "I will stand in my watch," and a watch is that's your prayer time and your 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 time of seeking the Lord, and I will set myself on the rampart to watch mm-hmm. and see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. So that means mm-hmm. that I may have a, a vision. We may have a vision, and we may think that we know how it goes, but how many know there's a way that seems right unto man but at the end, uh, there's a purpose. There's a purpose in a man's heart, but God has, the, God has the establishment of it. 
So he knows what it's supposed to look like. He knows the timing of it. He knows the... um, uh, how everything is supposed to uh, to be. So instead of me telling my husband, if you know, I, I allow God to tell, you know, to to give it to him and download um, the directions. And so that is, I be, I believe that goes both ways because you don't want to drag um, a person. You don't want to drag them into it. It is going to have to be the Holy Spirit. Um, that gives them the revelation and leads them into all truth. I love that you said that um, and back that up with scripture regarding, and that's Proverbs, you all, um, that God does the directing. And so we have to trust him to direct, even especially in marriage, but just in our own lives, but especially in marriage. And we don't have to, you know, um, let me put it this way. We don't have to confront everything. And you all said that a few moments ago, we have to pick our battles. And, and, and Elder Dante, you said specifically about praying, you know, making sure that we go to God and ask him and let him deal with it. The Holy Ghost can do more than we ever can. We have a level of responsibility, absolutely. But the Holy Ghost is something, a mighty force to be reckoned with. If it can change the heart of a murderer, let me tell you something. He can do it in marriage and reveal something. We always need to trust God, but do we really want to trust him? And I'm talking to Mm. me when I say this. (laughs) And so the biggest the biggest area to trust him in, and it's not the only biggest, it's not the only one, but I'm just saying when you're, when, you're, when you're becoming one, the biggest area to trust him in is with in marriage and dealing with someone else's heart. I loved how y'all talked about that because it's true. Can, can we, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hashtag this or something on this. And it's going to say Elder Dante and Elder Shanice, but can you give me a safe place after I give my heart to you? That Mm -hmm. is so powerful. And so many people, you're right, they're hiding. They They don't evaluate. They don't, we, I, don't evaluate. We don't tell because we're ashamed at some level of shameness and guilt. And it's that so powerful. Oh, my goodness. Okay, y'all go ahead. You know, you hit you hit on some things that uh, it, it it made me reflect on one. Uh, just to give a, an example of that, you know, when we were when Shanice and I was dating, uh, one day I was sitting and I was praying, and the Lord gave me a date, mm. and I was like, huh, what's the significance of this date? And I called my wife and I said, does this date sound familiar? I mean, is this familiar to you? And she said, yes, that's our wedding date. I went, what? And she said, yes, it's on a Saturday. I prayed to the Lord that he will put it in your heart. And I was like, wow, uh, baby, I didn't even, you know, <laughs> I haven't even proposed to you yet. And he's already giving us a wedding date. I said, I need to check with the, I need to check with the Lord on this one. <laughs> but sure enough, it was it was our wedding date before I could even propose to her. Wow. I, was, I mean, just 
dropped it in like that. And what we really have to understand this. A man is looking for love. A woman is looking yeah. for security, safety, you know. Well, and and it's like once you find that, once you can truly give your heart away, you know, you first of all, you know it's God. You know it's God. Mm. And secondly, you, you know mm. it is not just for y'all to stay in that place because it's not just for the two of you. God brought you together because you want to do he wants you all to do something for the kingdom. It is to show other people that it is a miracle. It is yeah. something that God still honors. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Come on. He for that he longs for that, that love and that teamwork and that unity. You know, to go yeah. out and conquer the world. That's why he put yeah. the seventies together and them out by two. Mm. Lord have mercy. You can't do it all by yourself. That's why he's giving you someone that you can lean on that can help sharpen you, help give you that kick in the butt when you start feeling down and low. Say somebody it's gonna pick somebody to love you. Somebody don't mind you being dirty. <laughs> they tell you to get Say your it. butt in there and take a, you know, someone <laughs> that's gonna see your blind spot, someone that's gonna tell you you're wrong, and that's gonna compliment you when you're right. Yeah. That's good. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. I'm just gonna ask you. You had another mm. question before. <laughs> before we end up continuing. I, I need you to go. I, I need you to go ahead on with that one because that is that is extremely important. That's gonna cover a lot of things. Period. Right there. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Well, you know, when a couple come together, we always look at the good things, and one of the things that we are talking about is. Even the bad things, we don't know it all. We do have blind spots, and that's the whole purpose mm-hmm. of having me and having my wife. You know, she would tell me when I'm wrong about something, or she would tell me, I'm going to let the Lord deal with that. <laughs> deal with you with that. <laughs> I'm going to let the Lord deal with you on that, you know. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, Oftentimes, it's like, okay, well, wait a minute here. How am I? It makes me go and seek the Lord on it, you know? We both end up seeking the Lord on it. Both end up getting an understanding. Neither one of us are right, but at the same time, neither one of us is wrong. It's just our own perception on it. So now he gives us an understanding on how it is for us together, how it is for us as one, not from how it was in the past as individuals, but how mm-hmm. it worked for us as one. So you can't always go into something thinking that you're always right. Oh, wow. Let me just so, come um, up with this question. Yes. Go right yes. ahead. Go ahead and um, give us the question. So one of the other questions was, um, if there, if the person is called to be a pastor, um, is the wife also called to pastor since they're married? 
I believe that there is a oneness, there is an agreement, and there um, there is a, a grace um, that the two share, um, and it's a like a, it, it, it's a team. It's a it's a um, there's different levels of graces, but it complements and it works together, and so. They may be, there's the, you know, there may be the senior pastor and they they collaborate together. And it's just whatever that looks like for that couple, um, uh, whatever it looks like for that couple. But we have to be understanding because I've seen where um, uh, there have been husbands that didn't allow their wives to go forth except for like in the, you know, they were the women's, the women's overseer or something like that. But there was something more that um, that God had for that woman to go forth, and it was because they were connected, they were um, one, and they they were partakers of the same grace. And so that has to be something that that couple has to go before the Lord again in Habakkuk. It's like when I stand in my watch and it's like, what is my heart going to say? What is going to be my life response when I'm corrected? When I'm doing it, it could be just as an adjustment and a, a changing of my lens and my perspective and seeing the, the way God sees it, not the way tradition and doctrine sees it, not the way that, um, um, you know, the way, my my mama and daddy, you know, thought, but what is it for me and my husband? What is the vision? What is the the ministry? What is the um, the call on our life together as one? And Amen. I also have that's, to. Uh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> well, let me let me look at that also uh, in a way of pastoring. It's like what part of pastoring? Because let's say if I was in the pulpit, you know, my wife can be ministering, you know, outside of that. She can be ministering, you know, in the with the youth. She can be ministering with the women. She can be ministering in the sound booth. You know, she can be ministering in other areas as well, which is also pastoring you know, a, a form of pastoring or vice versa. She could be in the pulpit delivering sermons and I could be on the outside of the the pulpit ministering in other areas as well. You know, it's still it's still been in a pastoral role and, and complimenting each other. Like she was saying about the grace, you know, that that grace falls upon the couple but it's all about how you're being led. You don't automatically are qualified to step in an area that you're not to do because God ain't going to put you in a situation to embarrass you. You know, he's going to put you in a place that it continues to allow you to minister at a different level. And like my wife was mm-hmm. saying, there's certain of the grace. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I have to chime in on something, you know, uh, before we got started, before we started talking, I was asking my wife about the day, you know, making sure that it was the fifth. She looked at the time, and at the time it was 5.05. 5. 
you know, and, and I'm a numbers guy for those that, that know me, you know. She looked at the time, and it was 5.05, and I also looked at the date, and it was 5.05, five, you know. And we know 5 is grace, you know. 5 right. is grace. Wow. When you the yeah. 5 and 5 together, 10, and 10 is law and testimony. And here we are sharing a testimony of how we came together and how we live our lives to include how the of the laws that we have created in us from being led by truth. My goodness. And and so with that revelation, there's a stewardship. You know, it goes back to it goes back to the um the governance and the yes. administration, um, the management and the oversight of the revelation that each couple, because what one looks like for Team Gilliam is different than the next couple. But what is, it's speaking the Lord, what is your stewardship of being one? And I just, yeah. I want to encourage the couples out there because, you know, there's couples that have been married a long time. There may be couples that have just, you know, starting in the game. Um, we've we've um, just celebrated our fourth year anniversary, and people are like, what? You only been married four years? Y'all act like an old couple, you know. <laughs> like, there, there's a grace that God has given us. Um, you know, we, there's a lot of wisdom between the two of us. And so um, uh, just, I want to give it the couple's hope. I want to give, you know, go back. And, and what is the, you know, when you look at a book, there's the main topic. And then there's subtopics. Subtopics are what you create in, on your journey together of becoming one. And then some subtopics, you have victory. And then some t- subtopics, there's challenges, there's pain. You know, there's a painful um, season in your, your marriage. There's a um, disappointing season in your marriage. There's a healing season in your marriage. There's victory. But don't, you know, don't get all mixed up with that. And no, go back to that, that main topic that God has brought you together. And he's brought you together for this reason. And if you don't know what that reason is, go back and revisit that. I don't care if you've been married for 20, 30, 40 years. Go back and revisit the why and be a steward Mm. in one in the why I have brought you to. So I just want to encourage. I want to encourage every couple that's in different places. I love that. Um, Elder um, Dante, did you want to give um, some words on that? Uh, yes, especially uh, for the men. Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to say just for the men. You know, this is for all couples is remember God didn't give you someone to be an enemy with. You know, it, 
if you see your spouse as someone who became that way, you need to reevaluate yourself first. You know, reevaluate yourself because there's something that's in you that helped create it and cause that. So there's some things that you have to reevaluate in yourself by seeking the Lord and asking him, what is it that's in me that caused that? Like I said, me, I had to pray to the Lord, ask the Lord, how can I, how, show me how to treat my wife. I had to humble myself and end that, you know. And if there's something that's wrong with her, I need to check within myself, my inward self, and ask what did I do to cause it before I can even bring it to her, her attention that if something is wrong, you know, I have to check myself first. So I say to couples, before you be quick to point the finger of, or, or throw, cast the stone on someone else, look, into your own, look inwardly first to make sure it's not you before you point the finger. Mhm, mhm. Elder Shanice, I would like for you to just kind of touch on when you talked about the word oversight when it comes to being stewards. Kind of, can you touch on that because oversight has a negative um, connotation. You know, it mm-hmm. means to over. You know, it may some people may catch that as overlook, and can you just clarify that when it comes to being a steward? So when, as it relates to oversight and the stewardship of being one, um, to, for me, um, I, I, that comes from being seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so I'm My seeing God. it from his perspective. I'm seeing it. it his lens. So my oversight would be it may look a certain way, but I'm going to continue to speak what he says. I'm going to continue to declare what he says. I'm going to continue to um, to um, uh, have governance in the atmosphere of our home um, because God said this and God said that. So that oversight is seeing it above the the trial, seeing it above the pain, seeing it above the um the um the disappointment or the frustration. Yes. And we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus at yes, the right yes. hand of the Father. So I, I challenge you, beautiful beloved kingdom couples, to see it, to change your lens and See it. See your spouse how God sees them. See your 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 future. See your current situation because it may be some um, even oversight in in your challenges. That's instead of looking at as a challenge or looking at as a trouble, it is um, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to um, to be strong. It's an opportunity to become to come closer. It's an opportunity to press into God together. It's an opportunity yes, yes. to come yes. close. So that is that's 
when I say oversight, that's what that's where I'm coming from. Thank you for um, allowing me to define that. Absolutely, absolutely. I and I wanted people to know um, just how you're determining that because I don't want anyone to leave with an understanding because there are. I want so for the listening audience, there are different definitions for oversight, and we tend to go to the negative on that because we use so much on the negative. But this is oversight also has to do with being watchful and being responsible, caring, responsible. (laughs) And so I I wanted you to, to, to really say that in a revelatory manner so people can understand in the kingdom of God. And how you said it was so extremely profound. I couldn't have said it better. And so, people of God, I hope you're hearing this. I hope you're hearing this. These are things you really should go to them and get, I'm going to say it this way, and get counsel on as a couple because this is some, these are just, this isn't all they have. And I'm talking to people out there. This isn't all that Team Gilliam has. There's more. And so you have to tap into this. So I want to say again, um, and I'll give you all, some last words in just a moment. Um, go to Fantabulous Pearls by Coach Shanice. If you want to have consultation with them, um, to start off with them and do that as quickly as you possibly can. Listen, if even if you're not in a storm in your relationship, it is just good to have someone to bounce some things off of sometimes that understands kingdom principles when it comes to marriage, relationship, whatever you want to call this at this point, in particular marriage and the kingdom of God. And so it's incredibly important for us to know who to go to. And here's the resource, y'all. It's right here at your fingertips. And so you can't say you didn't know, didn't hear it, don't know where to go. It's right here. Fantabulous Pearls by Coach Shanice. You can email Lady Shanice at um, gmail.com. L-A-D as in David, Y, Shanice, C-H-A-N as in Nancy, I-S-E at gmail.com. If you're, you just got it because you're listening later on, you can go back to the replay on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment, Incorporate it, and you can hear this again. And don't, don't say, I didn't say it a couple of times because I did. All right, God bless y'all. All right, so I, I want... <laughs> So I want to, I'm telling you, I have so many notes. I have a page here of notes, and um, I'm just, I'm in awe because I'm still learning, you know. Uh, I'm still learning. And so I appreciate the both of you. I want to give you some last words um, to to say whatever you want to say. It's going to be timely and in order. Uh, thank you. Basically, I just ended off with just saying, you know, the last piece of that is to get help. Whenever you feel you're in that stuck place, whenever you feel that nothing is going right, you know, everything tends, seems to be going wrong, you know, and you're seeking the Lord, you know, and you haven't quite gotten the response that you needed at the time that you're looking for, it's because God basically wants you to seek someone else. He wants you to seek help. You know, to be given that we had to, you know, we was blind spots that we didn't even see. And good thing we have 
two of the awesome spiritual uh, parents, you know, Apostle Arthur W. Tigney Jr. and Prophet uh, Glenda Tigney, who are marriage and couple counselors who basically saw that in us, and they basically brought us to the side, and they talked to us individually and brought us together, you know, that it wasn't something that was going on with us at that present moment. It was something we were dealing with in the past that we were throwing wow. at each other and didn't even notice it, you know, didn't even notice it. And it, you know what, it was something that we still work on because not everything is revealed at one time. But when it comes up, it's something that we have to talk about, you know, share with each other, you know, and, and it's not until you can talk about it, share it with it, come, with, come to a, a conclusion or a plan for it that you get past it, that you can let it go. You know, on. and once you get once you get past that, it only makes the relationship, the marriage stronger. You know, and I said relationship and marriage separate. And I say that is because yeah. my wife is my best friend. Yeah. You know, if if we happen to get upset with each other, you know, I might I come to her and I say, Hey, I need to talk to my friend. Mm. You know, I need to talk to my friend. You know, and oftentimes when it's like that, it's really, I just need you to listen to me right now. Don't get in, don't, don't get into no feelings or anything like that. Just hear my heart. And I can do that also with her as my wife. Mm. But when it happens the other way, when my wife comes to me and she tells me of a problem, I'm looking to solve it. (laughs) I'm, I'm ready to jump on it, you know, but there's times where all she wants me to do is to listen so she can get it off her chest. Right. She doesn't Amen. need to solve everything. So I just wanted to throw that to out there. Y'all. That is great. I don't mean to hold y'all, but I have to ask this um, question. So when you were talking earlier about evaluating and you said this, trace it, I think you said face it, trace it, erase it, and then replace it. Um, yes. It how can you briefly and I'm so sorry, but I'm I'm still getting you know people asking me questions. But can you and most of it you've touched on, so that's great. But how open does a person have to be in order to to start that process when the other person hasn't gotten to that point to be open? You know, and then that's very interesting. Uh, it really that is really for the individual first. If you can't be open to yourself, how are you gonna be open to your spouse? So that process Goodness is gracious. for you as individual, you know, owning up to what it is, whatever that is, you know. I would throw this out there. What is the main what is something that happens to couples? You know, there might be a uh area where somebody cheated. You know, first, as that right. person, he has to own to the fact that he did it or right. she did it. You know, they or have to own it. that. Yes, they have to own that first and also find out what caused that. What caused them to, right. to step out of marriage to go and do that? You know, where was that? You know, and if they don't know, that's when they have to seek the Lord to show them. Where it was, where did they go to trace it? You know, where did that come about? And then they have to ask for forgiveness first with the Lord. 
you know, right. dealing with them. Once they can get deal with them, then they need to bring that up to the other, you know. I would have to bring that up to my wife, but at that time, I have to have gotten over myself and be willing to deal with whatever comes from that. Wow. So how open do I need to be? Very open. Because if I'm not, basically it's right back at the beginning. I still haven't opened myself up. I have left it half open. What is a half open relationship? It's one that's about to face doom. It's on the edge of doom. It's about to happen. What you say? So really, I'm I'm just floored right now by y'all. Um, so really, th- we know when our marriage is going towards a train wreck. Yeah. 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 Those, those we just have to be open. Yeah. Mhm. And um, go ahead. Mm-hmm. With that, um, it's like you you know, and there are you know when you talk about the stewardship of the stewardship of being one, you know some people may say, man, I, there's so much we have to deal with. There's so it just seems so overwhelming. And I just, my my parting words would be, my closing words would be um, just breathe and take one day at a time. My goodness. You didn't get to where you are just overnight. You didn't get to the pile of things that you have to work through, the things that are, you know, that that um you know and you've came into agreement to put the the mountain between you do you, do you hear me when i'm saying this there was an agreement mm-hmm. the ought there was an agreement in the um uh the bitterness there was an agreement that okay i'm not going to ever forgive you for this there was an agreement there so my lord let Agree that we're going to do this, baby, one day at a time. Mm. And sometimes one phone call at a time. It's mm. like, you know what, mm. I'm going to call today. Or, you know, I'm going to call him today or I'm going to send him a text and tell him I love him and I appreciate mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one day at a time. And mm-hmm. so when you do that, it doesn't seem so overwhelming. And guess what? Mm-hmm. There are good days. There's challenging days. There's um, hallelujah days. There's, yes. I don't know if we're going to make it days. But yes. it is yes. a day at a time. And where where are we placing our agreement? Are we going to agree? Let's make it. Sometimes you got to pull out those vows and, and um or or rewrite your vows and revisit your covenant. Revisit the why. Make an agreement. This is what we are going to agree to do. One day at a time. Hear this people. Hear this people. 
Um, to those who are asking, yes, you will be able to replay this from the beginning. And I'm telling you, if you're just tapping in now, you need to go back from the, they say from the rooter to the tutor, you need to go from the beginning to the end because there are some powerful points throughout this whole, whole episode. So if you can take some time to sit down for about an hour, hour and a half, it will be worth your life. I'm telling you, it will be worth it for your life and for your marriage. It's, just, it's incredible some of the things that I am listening to and getting, and it's a reminder. I love, Elder Shanice, that you keep saying, go back to the why. Even, even mm-hmm. 25, 30, 60 years from now, we have to go back to the yeah. why. We all, it, yeah. It's like the same thing we do in our walk. We got to go back to the why. Why, why are we, some people say, I don't want to live anymore, but why is it, why should I live? Someone asked me the other day, why should you live? I said, because Jesus loves you. <laughs> what, what else? Because I love you. Why? The main thing, because he created you on earth for a purpose. That's why. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there's more mm-hmm. to that, of course. But we got to go back to the basic of things. No, it's not because you can get up and say, this is what I have to think about all the time. It's not because um, I ha- can get up and sing or um, Lady Shanice gets up and sing or, or people get up and Elder Dante can, can preach and, and teach and all these different things. No. Why? It's because he is real in our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He is real in our lives. Jesus saved us. He has called us out from. He has created us to have kingdom authority in this earth. He has created to be business owners. He has created us to be to carry the mantle of those who carried it on before and to pass it on to us. He has created us for wonderful things. He has purposed us. How wonderful he has made us. That's why, because he made us. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. <laughs> Woo, y'all done got me going. Lord have mercy. All right. Any last words? Oh, glory to God. Mm-mm-mm. I just want to thank you on behalf of Dante and myself for just allowing us to share. And, um, you know, we don't have all the answers. Nope. But we have we have um, gone through some things even in our short time together, and it's like, Lord, you know, you know, what is this? And and it's we have to know that there is a greater work, and He's working those inner things. He's going deep, and He is um, um, He's requiring truth in our inward parts, and and we mm. have to. Over the facade of, you know, the 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 you know, people hide behind the hallelujah anyhow. They hide behind the hallelujah, thank you Jesus, and they don't deal with the um the trump the soul trauma. They don't deal with um, um the Woo. things that many them from living an abundant life because. They um, are victor, victorious in, in church, you know, and having good services and everything. But God did not come. Jesus said, I did not. He said, I come that I might have life, that you might have life and that more abundantly. He did not say that I come that you might have church 
And so in my life is my husband, in my life is my family, and they have, we, I, in order for me to live an abundant life, and basically I have to live with myself. And so in order for me to give myself and freely um, share my life and share my, my, my inner thoughts, I have to be free to share myself with my husband. Yeah. And just, I just want to encourage that, you know, we're still, like right now, we're, you know, it's like he went deep at another dimension with us and we're dealing with some things um, um, and separately, like I'm dealing with some things um, inwardly and Elder Dante is dealing with some things um, inwardly, but we're we're pressing through together. You know, we're right. we're a safe we're a safe place to process through those things together because we know that the the suffering of this present time is not worthy Fair. to be compared to Fair. the glory that shall be revealed. And in, mm. and I like to say like this in us, through us, and for us. Mm-hmm. There will be glory. There is glory after this. There's glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I'm just blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Elder Dante, can you just please, um, and and you guys can both tag on and pray. I I, I want you all to pray the blessing over um, marriages um, and those who are in, in, in the pre-marriage portion, I want you to uh, just pray over them, especially when it comes to this topic. And you guys can take your, you know, if you whoever wants to go first can go ahead and do that. Yes. Uh, Father, I, we come together to just thank you, Lord, for that that you have done once again, Lord. And we just want to thank you, Father. We praise you and we honor you. Father, we just ask that you bless those couples that you have brought together, Lord. Lord, place it in their heart that it's not just about one individual, Lord, but it's about two coming together as one. Lord, that it was something that you brought together for the Mm. glory edifying of you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, that there will be some things that they will not understand, Lord, but as long as they come and they seek you for understanding, Lord, that you will give them the plan. You will give them the strategies, Lord, on how to become one and be great stewards, not good stewards, but great stewards of each other, Lord, that they will be one. They will be one to do the purpose that you've already placed inside of them. You knew when they were in their mother's womb, Lord. So, Lord, we can ask that to manifest, to do your will, to do the purpose that that they agreed to before they became on this earth, Lord. Lord, we just ask that you work in them, Lord, and there are things that you will be proven. There will be things that you will put them in the fire to, to, to burn off. There will be some weight that will be placed on them. But, Lord, as they seek mm-hmm. you, your yoke is light, Father, that as long as they carry and believe in you, carry you in their heart, in their soul, in their being, yes, you will help them. You will be with them as they take the 
step together as one. When there is only one footprint, it's not just them. It was you carrying not just one, but carrying the two because they were as one. And they were as one with you, Lord. So, Lord, we just ask that you continue to touch their heart, Lord. When they feel that no one is there, Lord, there's a hand that will reach out and touch them to encourage them. to allow them to know that they're not alone, Lord. And that's for each couple that's out there, Lord. Lord, it took us 37 years of experience from our previous marriage as one to get a be together as one. It's something that you brought together, Lord. And Lord, we thank you for those 37 years. Those years didn't fall short on no glory because it was glorified in us and manifested in us that we know how to walk it out with so, Lord, we thank you for that, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. And Holy Spirit, we just invite you into every situation. I just um, mm-hmm. we lift our hands and say, come, Holy Spirit. Yes. Oh, how we need you. And we invite you to be the core of our relationship, that you, we invite mm-hmm. you to be our re- we invite you to, to lead us into all truth. We invite you to show us things to come. We invite you in, Holy Spirit, to um, um, give us the answers and give us the strategy and, and comfort us when we, when, you, when we see those things that are painful. Comfort us when we see those things yes, that God. we thought we had to deal with. We thank you for being our comforter. Yes, and hallelujah. We thank you. We thank you that it is well, that all all things work together for our good yeah. because we love you and we're called according to your purpose. And we come against Woo! every plot of the to destroy. We come against the plot of the enemy to divide. Yeah. And we say that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And any tongue that rises up against us, we shall condemn with our oneness, yeah. with our yeah. unity, with our stewardship hallelujah hallelujah and we thank you for the unity where you said there i command my blessing even life forevermore thank you for that unity in the mighty name of jesus and we speak power we speak demonstration we speak miracle signs and wonders in our stewardship and our oneness, that there will be testimonies of shifts. There will be testimonies of of re, 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 rejuvenation and refiring and rededication to one another. And we thank you, Lord yes, God. Lord. And you get free. You get all the honor. You get all the adoration. To you be all the glory. Now may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Glory, 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 glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I am so appreciative to the both of you, um, more than words could ever express. So I will have to show it indeed because 
You all are a blessing to the kingdom of God, and you are a blessing. And I know there's some people out there who needed to hear that and who will, as a result, this will not return void unto you all. I thank God for the expansion upon your ministry in the name of Jesus, and I'm glorifying God for what is yet to come. I'm grateful for your leader on, on, on tonight, and I know you guys have already mentioned him, but I'm grateful that he allowed you all to be on here, but not only that, that he's instilled in you, and it's good ground. Mm-mm-mm. It's good yes. ground, and it's flourishing. <laughs> I am amazed. I am amazed at God's glory upon your lives. So I thank you, and as we get ready to close, I want to tell you all, Next week is Mother's Day, and so we're honoring mothers. We're paying a tribute to mothers. If you decide, um, if you decide and you want to call in on next Sunday, you can call in and be recorded live and wish your mother a happy Mother's Day or say some words and express that onto her, and this will go down in history. I'm telling you all, it's is the internet. So it's recorded and will remain there. Your mother can listen in. You can dial in. Make sure you go to the Facebook page, um, Dancia Jones Morris, and check it out, the information in order to call in next Sunday. I only have about 15 spots. So it is left. And so it is critically important for you to get on and let me know, hey, Dancia, you can Facebook message me and say, hey, Dancia, I want to make sure one of my spots are secure, and so don't let this Mother's Day go by without you saying something in honor and memory um, of your mother. It doesn't make a difference which one. If she's still on this earth, if she's not on this earth, if you have a good relationship, if you don't have such a good relationship, they still should be honored in some way because they decided to birth you. What a, what a privilege <laughs> is for them to decide to birth us, just that alone. Yes to carry us in the womb, and to birth us. It doesn't make a difference. I'm telling you all, it makes no difference about anything else, but God can show love and bring about a change by honoring our parents. I I can't say it enough because I've done both. I have dishonored and I have honored. And honoring is, is, is the thing that causes you to be blessed, I'm telling you. So make sure you come in on next week and um, we're going to have just spots for you to share about your mother um, I will, I'm telling you I'm going to monitor that closely so make sure you're coming on and I speak in the name of Jesus that only those positive will come on, on the broadcast next Sunday because I'm giving free reign next Sunday so thank you so much for joining Kingdom Authority Team Gilliam has been on and has blessed us remember to go to the Facebook page once again um, and that's Fantabulous Pearls by Coach Shanice, or you can email at ladyshanice at gmail.com. I know I keep saying that, but you it, 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 you have to get on this quickly, quickly. Your marriage depends on it. I'm telling you. Uh, the enemy is really after marriages and so and the family. So it is really yeah. important for you to come on quickly. 
So with that said, I am your host, Reverend Dancy Jones-Morris. We have just ended with the broadcast with um, Elder Dante Gilliam and Elder Shanice Gilliam, both coaches and in the ministry. You can't get any better than that. Coaching and ministry, the practical along with the spiritual, is going to impact your life. Thank you so much for joining Kingdom Authority. Until next time, God bless you, and don't forget to take authority in your territory. Good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.